With the holidays around the corner, now's your chance to save time and money at Safeway Stock Up Sale. Plus, earn four times gas reward points on participating items. Look for tags on items like Honey Nut Cheerios. Select varieties are four for eight dollars with your club card. And select varieties of Betty Crocker Cake Mix, Brownie Mix, or Frosting are ten for ten dollars with your club card. Maximum gas reward at participating Sunoco stations is twenty cents per gallon and one dollar per gallon at Safeway stations in a single fill of up to twenty-five gallons. Other restrictions, limitations, and exclusions apply. For complete details, go to Safeway.com. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a holy crap Sunday, February 12th edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast, immediate reaction, the Blazers made a trade, huge, huge Sunday splash, football season ends, and the NBA, or at least in the Northwest, comes in with a boom, and wow, Uh, Eric Gunderson here, Eric Garcia Gunderson, Locked On Blazers host, writer for BlazersEdge.com, former Blazer beat writer for the Vancouver Columbian, also writer sometimes for the Associated Press. And, yeah, holy crap. The Blazers made a big trade. And it came, of course, via Adrian Wojnarowski of Yahoo Sports reporting that the Blazers acquired the guy that I wanted that those of you who have listened to this pod know, Locked On listeners, Yusuf Nurkic is coming to town. I am so excited for this. I am so, so, so excited. Yusuf Nurkic is going to be a Portland Trailblazer. The Denver Nuggets had an embarrassment of riches, and the Blazers are able to take advantage at least in the center talent department. Unfortunately, it means that the Blazers lose their starting center, which is a loss in Mason Plumlee. Um, That is something that I've definitely glossed over in my excitement to have Nurkic on the Blazers, but the Blazers sent Mason Plumlee and a 2018 second-round pick for Nurkic and a 2017 first-rounder, that first-rounder, is top six protected. So if something crazy happens to the Grizzlies, which will not happen, the Grizzlies are going to make the playoffs. Uh, that pick is going to go to Portland. So uh, Portland will now have three picks in the upcoming 2017 draft, which is uh, an enviable war chest uh, for for the Blazers. And, and, and things that they can now package with guys to make trades more enticing, to, to sweeten things up perhaps, and and really uh, just – it just really helps them having more assets. Just having more assets is a great deal. And, and to think that they got a guy who I think as a prospect, right now his stats don't say it, but I think his ceiling is higher – than a guy like Plumlee. And 
I, I really think that the the Blazers uh, w- will do well with Yusuf Nurkic. He's just a guy who can create a little bit more for himself, is just a better offensive player in terms of scoring the basketball. I think he can do a little bit more from different spots on the court and really just kind of give the Blazers space without necessarily being a you – know, he, he's not a three-point shooter, but he's a guy that can score from other areas of the floor than just dunking the ball, which has kind of been the Plumley MO. Plumley's gotten better at finishing this year. I've said it a couple of times, but it's uh, it, it, I think it's a – it's a really great deal for the Blazers because I think Nurkic has just a higher ceiling. I think he's he's a bigger presence. Obviously, he's he can he's three you know almost three hundred fifty pounds, and he's a guy that can match up and body up against some of the bigger bruisers that sometimes Plumlee has trouble with. Obviously, the way the game is going, the the way everyone talks about it is, oh well, you know, you gotta have uh, mobile guys, mo- you know, b- guys that can move and do a lot of different things. And I think Nurkic can do a lot of different things, but he's just bigger. So when you're facing the Demarcus Cousins of the world, you don't have to think about taking Plumlee out of the game. Now Plumlee was better in some of those situations, but defensively, he's still not. Uh, he can answer guys better on the offensive end, but defensively he just wasn't what the Blazers needed down in the low post against some of the guys that uh, can really uh, beat you up down there. Nick Vucevic has, goes off against this team. I mean, there are just so many guys that can kind of back you down that can outsize the Blazers. And then Plumley, when he's out there against small teams, I don't think what he does is is good enough to warrant building your identity around that when a lot of times it, it proves not to be effective. And and Plumlee this year uh, was less of a problem, I felt, than he was in than he was last season. But with a contract extension coming up, I don't think that, at least with the construction of the team around Dame and CJ, that Plumlee was the answer there. Uh I think he's a really solid center. I think he's a really solid player. And I'm sure that was a lot of the selling point. I think that's how Portland was able to get a first-round pick is that Plumlee is a good player. And the Port- Portland is going to miss him. He was their best center. I think, though, what this for what this season has become, which they're trying to make the playoffs, but really what it's become is a development season. You get a guy like Nurkic, who is a lot younger than Mason Plumley at 22 years old. So, so uh, I, 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 I really think that that's something that you have to look at very closely, where Mason Plumley's 26, and he's about to get paid a lot more than Nurkic is. And... Uh, those are all things that you have to consider in the deal, and I think the Blazers got the best of the deal. I really do. Uh, I know that there was a lot of heat on Neil Olshay, but uh, I, I really do think that that some of that heat was just because of Paul Allen's track record and not really based on what Neil Olshay had done. And 
Uh, I think O'Shea, again here, proves that this is that he's a smart GM. And obviously the Turner thing didn't work. and uh, Or it hadn't worked. And it, it, it started to improve. And, and that hurt the Blazers' early season. There's no way you can go around that. But Olshea is not a guy that waits too long before he sees things when he sees things going sideways before he gets in action. I mean, let's you know, he he gets his chips moving fast, uh, and he knows what to do and knows how to find contingencies and finding three draft picks in a loaded 2017 draft that all the draft experts say is loaded with guys that can play that can be contributors on NBA teams and and have good careers in the NBA uh that's incredible and for to get Nurkic a guy who's going to have uh a really cheap a a cheap contract between now and the 2018-19 season and uh, I, I just think that this is overall a, a great deal for the Blazers. Uh, and, and, and Nurkic has seen a, a little bit of a demotion, I guess, uh, since Nikola Jokic came to the team. And Jokic has become the star and kind of superseded him and kind of cooled off some of the early season hype. But... Uh, I really think that that when Nurkic gets the minutes, he will be uh, a really productive player and a guy that can just be a little bit more versatile on the offensive end and a little bit more of a bruiser on the defensive end and also a better rebounder. I think the Blazers have had a lot of trouble on the class this season. And if you look at uh, just their offensive rebounding statistics, Nurkic automatically comes to the Blazers as their first or second best offensive rebounder. And the Blazers just don't have a lot of guys who are really good at offensive rebounding. And last season, it was a major key to their success that they got extra possessions that they had at Davis, who was the NBA's second best offensive rebounder last season and they were a fantastic offensive rebounding team they haven't been that type of offensive rebounding team this season and uh I think Nurkic is going to help that and I I I assume that Nurkic is going to get starters minutes they gave up Mason Plumlee to get him and I don't think that they're going to unless there's some kind of uh you know, physical that he hasn't passed or something like that when the time comes on Monday against the Atlanta Hawks and and, and the, the Blazers have or the league have not announced the trade yet because uh, they just it just has not been announced that Adrian Wojnarowski is the only person to uh, report on the trade. But uh, I, I really do think that uh, adding adding Yusuf Nurkic is, is, is going to be a, a really great asset. The Blazers are going to miss Mason Plumlee's playmaking and this season his finishing uh was was much better but it just as a, as an overall offensive player a guy that could step out a guy that could really make guys guard him and respect his his ability to create for himself I think the Blazers are going to get a guy in in Nurkic that's just uh much better at, at all of those things and, and Nurkic has shown 
better potential as a as a pick and roll finisher. He doesn't do it a lot, but he's a guy that at least in this season his his per possession statistics as a roll man are are, are a little bit are considerably better than Plumlee's. Uh, so maybe that is uh, another asset that the Blazers could use given that they're such a pick and roll heavy team. Nurkic is in the 73rd percentile, which is really good as a pick and roll big man finisher doing that about one and a half times per game. So he could definitely get an increase in that and, and play more and there this move is not without concerns as a lot of folks in Denver are bringing up in the uh, immediate analysis aftermath of this Adam Mars from locked on Bulls uh, not locked on Bulls excuse me locked on Nuggets excuse me uh, host of locked on Nuggets and also a writer for denverstiffs.com writes that Nurkic was really energized at the start of the season, but then when the Nuggets kind of realized that Jokic was the better player and they wanted Jokic to start, it kind of took Nurkic mentally out of it and he kind of gave up. And another thing to note from the Denver perspective, why they were able to make this deal, why they were able to give up a first-round pick in addition to Nurkic, which I think can be seen as maybe some insurance for if Nurkic doesn't work out if his mental uh if the problems that that held him up in Denver held hold him up in Portland but I think a lot of that was from a lack of role and I there's no doubt about what his role is going to be in Portland so I don't think that's going to be an issue but Portland was able to get a pick from Denver because the Nuggets are a very young team they have a their own first round pick already and they didn't really need this pick that gives them an opportunity to have a full roster if Mike Miller if they decide to keep Mike Miller who who's kind of the old head for that team and 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 a guy that they may end up wanting to to hold on to so uh that that may be some of the 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 thinking from the Denver side of things that Nurkic had really kind of checked out on them and and I get it uh it I mean, but that's the NBA. That That's what happens when you're dealing with people. And I, I think the Blazers, again, Neil Olshay taking advantage of a situation that has gone toxic elsewhere and pouncing and trying to take that talent and put it in Portland's culture and see what they can make out of it. It's the Mo Harkless type trade, you know, it, Nurkic was not doing much for Denver, not helping them as much as as his potential showed that he probably could have. And they were it was kind of a waste for him to be there. And his his on off statistics have not been very good this season. The Nuggets as a whole have one of the only teams that have been worse defensively than the Blazers this season. So I don't necessarily know if, if Nurkic is going to help. He's shown potential defensively, but and I think his potential defensively is better than Plumlee's. But 
the things that he had problems with in Denver held him back a little bit and may not have shown the type of player that he is. So the hope is with a role in Portland, with being given the starting job and and, and starters minutes and playing with two guards like Lillard and McCollum, let's not forget uh, the the Nuggets have some some decent backcourt players as well, but uh, I, I, they're not better than Damon CJ, and I think that just that alone will help Nurkic's offensive game. And when you feel good, you're scoring points. You never know the effect that that could have on you, on from a defensive perspective. So while uh, it, it seems like the, a lot of folks in Denver are extremely. Uh, glad that they have Nurkic out that uh that that Nurkic is no longer there uh it, it could be a situation too kind of like where a lot of, whereas a lot of us may underrate Mason Plumley because we saw him for so long and, and maybe no longer appreciate some of the stuff that he does but I think uh the Nurkic stuff you got to take uh with a little bit of a grain of salt because the role that he's going to have in Portland is going to be different than the role that he had in Denver that caused problems. And Plumley, who knows if Plumley is going to be the same type of player for the Nuggets that he was that he was for the Blazers. Let's remember that Terry Stotts is an excellent offensive mind and a really smart offensive coach and and saw that Mason Plumley really had a knack for passing the ball, playmaking, and, 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 and making things happen, letting him lead the break, all of those things. So uh, Mike Malone is a great coach. I really love him as a coach, and I like him as a motivator. And and the Nuggets are a good offensive team this season. Their defense has, again, been worse than Portland's. They're the worst in the league. But I, I, I'm not necessarily sure that Mason Plumley playing power forward makes a whole lot of sense. I don't think that that's going to be something that works out. I think ultimately he works best. His playmaking works best when he is the center. And sure, they would both be seven feet tall, and that would maybe provide some problems defensively. But I don't necessarily... Plumley is mobile, but I wouldn't necessarily consider him a four. So I don't know from the Denver perspective how that necessarily helps them. But Plumley again, going to be a free agent, probably going to command a lot of money this offseason. And now that is money that the Blazers no longer have to pay. And they just have to focus on the guys that they're already paying, like Alan Crabb, Evan Turner, Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, who are all getting a lot of money, Mo Harkless, uh, Myers Leonard, who also has a long-term deal. So, uh, yeah, going to be really interesting. I uh, and, and and with Nurkic coming, uh, I I think it's I don't necessarily see Myers Leonard playing with him a lot. I think the Blazers are going to go small a lot around Nurkic. I think that's what I see more. I'm going to I I feel like we're going to see a lot more of uh, just lots of wings and Nurkic in the middle. I I I really think that that's a, a look that we're going to see a lot. Nurkic is a big dude. Uh, According to NBA.com, excuse me, I said his weight was close to 350. Uh, that's not accurate. According to NBA.com, Nurkic is 280. So, uh, yeah, a guy that has shown a lot of potential. His 
previous situation kind of was soured and uh, I think Portland has an opportunity here to, to have a Moharkless type situation where they can really take advantage of uh, something that was mishandled or something that was a product of circumstances and make someone's trash into their treasure, which I think definitely you can say happened with Harkless after getting him from Orlando and it hasn't always happened. There have been times where the Blazers have gotten guys and brought guys in from other situations and tried to make them to something. Thomas Robinson comes to mind. Every team has misses, but Portland has a pretty good track record of turning guys into really good players and, uh, or turning guys that were kind of on the outs with their current team. And Nurkic, his rookie season was kind of a sensation and people really loved his game. And, and, and I, I really think that, uh, him as a, finisher offensive player scorer is just going to bring you a little bit more to the table than Plumley. and let's not forget that while Mason Plumley was part of a an offense last season that was sixth in the NBA the Blazers aren't scoring that way anymore they're 13th in the NBA right now in offensive rating and it's kind of stagnated and it hurts when no one really buys you as an offensive scoring threat the way that people don't really buy Plumlee as a scoring threat. Uh, he's just not that good. And, and and I think Nurkic has a little bit more juice in his offensive game as a scorer. And I think defensively, he's just bigger. And with the right role and and all of those things, I think that will help things fall into place because you've seen that story happen time and again where, uh, you know, something isn't going well with his current team. He gets a different role, a bigger role. He has more responsibility. And that's what you got to hope for for Nurkic. But if it doesn't work out, Portland got a first-round pick for it, and Nurkic is very on the cheap. Uh, I think he's going to be making less than $3 million next season, and then he will be a restricted free agent. So, uh yeah, I really think the Blazers really knocked this one out of the park. Neil Olshay with a great trade. The Blazers give up Mason Plumley, which will hurt in the short term, I believe. But uh, ultimately, I think this is a good trade for the Blazers' future because ultimately that's what this season has become about. And I think it's great that they're getting some some fresh blood in there. I think it's going to the Blazers have to take a risk at this point and. Nurkic has been kind of moody with his former team, but the talent is there. You've he's shown it. He's just 22 years old, super young. Plumlee's 26. It gives you another young guy to build around, a young guy whose future you can lean on a little bit. And maybe if he evolves into the type of player that he's shown he can be at times on a consistent basis, that takes more pressure off of CJ and Dame on the offensive end. And I think ultimately, you can't discount what improving your offense could maybe do for your defense in that if you're scoring points, you're feeling good. I don't think a lot of times it's that guys get relaxed. I think a lot of times it'll help you even lock in because if you score, you can get back on defense. Teams are playing in the half court and I, I, I think there's a little bit of a, a give and take there. And also I'm, I'm selfishly very excited to have Papa Nurkic in Portland uh, Papa Nurkic, the legend, Yusuf Nurkic's dad, uh, a, just a big man who who looks like a boss. 
so I hope to see him at, at 442, uh, the Bosnian soccer bar in town, uh, and, and having some sandwiches and some beers, watching some football, surrounded by Eden Jekko jerseys. Yeah, very excited about this. All, all over the place. It's a great. I, I think it's a great trade from the basketball perspective in terms of the Blazers' future, and and what they get from the deal in terms of the talent of Nurkic and the first round pick. And I think it's great for more personalities, more more other. Because Plumlee was a was a very important player, huge reason why the Blazers won in the playoffs against the Clippers last season. I think he had like 14 rebounds a game. Honestly, shout out to Mason Plumlee. He had uh, a really solid contribution during his time as a Blazer. But uh, he wasn't the most interesting type of guy. He was dry, kind of on purpose. Kind of he 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 didn't really let you in. That was kind of who he was. Uh, he he was just very dry as a person. And I just think there's a little bit more there with Nurkic. And he just has a little bit more swag to him that I'm very excited to get to see and watch on a nightly basis. Obviously, it, we've seen that it can kind of run its course in Denver and go the wrong way. But I, with the situation that the Blazers have, I think he's going to get an opportunity to be the guy in the middle with Damon CJ. And he has about uh, 28 games or so to do that. Uh, Blazers making a big deadline deal, which they don't normally make. Or, or at least of this magnitude, giving up a starter and 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 and, and getting a, uh, a get get getting up giving up a starter and bringing in a guy to become your starter. This the Aaron Aflalo deal was a, a a pretty big deal when it happened a couple of years ago. Another trade between Denver and Portland of recent, but. Portland didn't give up a, a guy who was so key to their success as Plumley was. So on Monday against Atlanta, we're going to be watching a completely different team, uh, a team that's going to be doing a lot of different things. Let's be real. I mean, Plumley was such a fulcrum for that offense to take pressure off of CJ and Dame so many times, less so when Evan Turner was in the lineup. But all the time, Plumley is, is catching the ball in the middle and – and, and trying to make plays happen, dribble handoffs happen, and uh, it's going to be different with seeing Nurkic maybe do some of that stuff, set more picks. He's a huge dude, so he's going to be able to set some lumbering picks on guys, uh, at least you'd hope, and maybe that's why his, his points per possession and his percentile on pick-and-roll finishing is so good, but uh, it, it, we're going to be watching a completely different team, so maybe more Ed Davis in the picture now uh, as a guy that just to to keep on just to mash on the offensive boards with Nurkic in there. I don't know. Uh, without Evan Turner for the next couple of weeks, they've got to figure out something. And apparently this trade for Nurkic is part of that solution. So this is all I've got for now, trying to uh, analyze this huge momentous trade between the Portland Trailblazers and Denver Nuggets that gets them use of Nurkic and a first-round pick in the upcoming draft that will be a draft pick from Memphis in the in the 2017 draft. So Portland will have their pick, which will probably will which if they make the playoffs will fall outside of the lottery, and if they don't, will fall in the lottery. Then they will get Memphis's pick from Denver. Uh, Memphis looks to be a playoff team, and that looks to be fine. And then they will get Cleveland's pick. Cleveland first in the Eastern Conference, but uh, behind some of the teams in the West. 
like Golden State and San Antonio. So uh, you could see them and even Houston. So you could see that that pick being a little bit better than you'd think. And, and, And Memphis in a battle with Oklahoma City between six and seven. So, uh, I guess now you are rooting against the Grizzlies for the rest of the season, because unless that pick is a top six pick, the Blazers are going to keep it and it's not going to be a top six pick. So, uh, maybe Memphis loses a bunch of games. I don't think that that's going to happen because Memphis is, is, has been kicking butt, uh, this season. So yeah, big trade, big news. What a Sunday. Uh, Please keep it locked on Blazers where we have all of the Blazers coverage for you. We are going to uh, get some more guests. We had a, a, a guest scheduled today. Obviously, things happened. Uh, and, and we're going to keep on uh, getting you this fresh content, getting you this fresh analysis. We hope you like some of those stats we were, I was able to drop in there. And uh, we're going to try and get some Nuggets perspective on this. We're going to try and go 360 on this Nurkic trade. But right now, the Blazers trade Mason Plumley and a 2018 second rounder for Yusuf Nurkic and a 2017 first round pick. Big, big trade for the Blazers. Has not been officially announced, but uh, should come, I assume, uh, in the near future. And maybe we'll get to see Yusuf Nurkic on Monday against the Atlanta Hawks. Maybe not, but um, I assume we'll see him sometime this week. So big, big news. The Blazers are already looking. They're going to be a, a a much, much different team the next time you see them without Mason Plumley. Please keep it locked on Blazers. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Google Play, TuneIn FM, wherever you can get a podcast. And uh, leave a five-star review if you'd be so kind. If you'd like to advertise with us, email us at LockedOnBlazers at gmail.com. And until next time. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.